3: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. A little bit, Shaq Barrett, Tampa Bay Buccaneers linebacker at an unbelievable Super Bowl. He'll join us. Denny Hamlin, three-time Daytona 500 winner, will stop by as well. Phone calls, emails, tweets, all the above. All welcome here. You can watch on Peacock all three hours. Download the app. And also, if you can't, you can listen to us on nearly 400 radio stations around America. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at DP Show. Thank you to those who have signed up for the DP Show newsletter. Available daily at 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific. Go to danpatrick.com. Enter your email address in the box that slides out in the bottom right-hand corner. And you get up-to-date news on the program. It's a Traeger Meat Thursday today because we're off tomorrow. You'll get the recipes of what we're making today, which uh, last I look was classic beef chili, short rib chili, white chicken chili, and buffalo chicken chili. I hope you guys like chili because that's what's on the Traeger Grills today. All right, maybe the Buccaneers uh, Super Bowl celebration got a little loose yesterday if you saw the highlights. But can you blame him It's been a long NFL season. Bucks had to win three road playoff games, and then they beat the favored Chiefs in the Super Bowl. And Tom Brady seemed to have more fun than anybody else. You know, you can't say act like you've been there before because, well, no one's been there more than Tom has. And he certainly had more fun than anybody yesterday. I think that strict diet may affect his tolerance for this kind of thing. A TB 12-pack was, uh, well... <laughs> Kind of stumbling a little bit there. He, he, he was, uh, you know, it's like if you get hit hard and you wet, you, know, you get up from the pile or something. That's kind of how he was walking around yesterday. But uh, TB12 is in the protocol today. TB12 pack, I should say. Uh, at one point, he tossed the Lombardi trophy from his boat to another boat. And, uh, you know, normally it's Gronk that we go, what is Gronk doing at the Super Bowl party? It was Brady. And uh, maybe Gronk's rubbing off on Brady, but it's just a reminder. It's silly to criticize these guys for celebrating. Winning in football is tough. Winning a Super Bowl is really, really tough. Got a poll question for me today, McLevin? Yeah, do you want to
1: start with a quick Tom Brady question and then the quarterback carousel? Okay. Is it possible that throwing the Lombardi trophy will be the lasting image of tom brady because i'm trying to think what's the moment when you show tom brady's career what's the single moment and the only two things i came up with were that and the tuck rule and i can't think of like one pass or something that is like the iconic tom brady football moment does anybody have anything a football moment Because the first drive with the Patriots, it was a field goal. So he didn't throw a touchdown. The
3: Kevin Falk pass? I think the moments we're going to remember with Tom Brady, him holding the Lombardi trophy after he's won the Super Bowl, certainly that first one where you can just see this wonderment in his eyes that I can't believe that I'm holding the Super Bowl trophy. But I don't think it's him throwing the Lombardi trophy from one boat to another. I got to tell you, my wife knew all about That was a big deal
1: yesterday. It is getting played and played and played. That's going to last. That'll be
3: there a long time. Well, I don't think his video epitaph is, uh, you know, his video obituary of his football career is going to end with him throwing the trophy. I mean, it was fun. It was refreshing. You know, we normally don't see Tom like that. But he let loose. But, I no, I don't think that that's, that's our lasting memory of Tom Brady. I think I'm caught up in the moment a little bit. Yes, I think you are. As, uh, by the way, this program brought to you by Built Bar, 18 amazing flavors, mint brownie, coconut almond, some of our favorites. Go to BuiltBar.com. Promo code DP, 20% off your purchase. By the way, what we do is, you know, we'll have a Built Bar in the morning, and that way that'll tide us over until we have, you know, the uh, Traeger meat Thursday today with the chili. That's usually what happens. All right, McLovin, what what else do you have?
1: Which quarterback will be traded first? Uh, Sorry, you can't avoid this. It's like a tidal wave, this quarterback thing. Wait, is Uh, Russell
3: Wilson going to be thrown in here? Oh, he sure is. (laughs) Thanks to you. Yeah. You started this. Don't try to avoid it now. But you know what was more interesting? Not the Russell interview, because I thought he had something to say. He let me in and I could ask questions. But sort of the follow-up when I you know, talked to a source about what is going on, like, what's the real relationship here? And I was trying to figure that out. Like, where do things stand? I thought that Russ was strategic in the interview. And then I just wanted to hear from the Seahawks side or somebody around the Seahawks to say, like, where are you with this relationship with Russ? Because this can't surprise them. I think they were, according to my source, they were uh, not happy that Russ went public with this. But then my source said, this has sort of been there. And this is not a sustainable relationship. But I I can't imagine Russell Wilson gets traded, given the amount of money and dead cap hit. Like, it would be at an all-time high. We think it's hard to trade Carson Wentz. And, you know, there's baggage that goes along with it. With Russ, there's a lot of money involved in this and what it would do to your salary cap, the amount of money you're paying him. He doesn't end his career in Seattle, in my opinion. But if you're going to trade him, then maybe it's next year. If I'm Russ, I want to see what you do. And I think that's what he wanted, according to my source. Feels like there's a sense of urgency here. But understand how this all started. As much as this may have been percolating in the second half of the season, from what I'm told, this is Russ at the Super Bowl – sitting with his wife and the commissioner, watching Tom Brady help build a roster on a team that he didn't have training camp, he didn't have preseason games with. They did everything via Zoom to start out with. And then all of a sudden, we have Russell on two days later, and it's still in his mind. Like, he looked miserable because he was. Because he doesn't want to go watch the Super Bowl. He wants to be in the Super Bowl. And I know that he was set to join us, Tuesday, we were going to have him on the previous week, but he couldn't do it time-wise. And I think that this was strategic on his part to get the message out. Hey, I don't say anything. I never rock the boat. And all of a sudden, when I realized that, and I started to look at the stats attached to Russell Wilson. He's going to be sacked more than any other quarterback in NFL history. And he's been sacked nearly 400 times. An average of 44 times this season and I know that he throws the ball more but in you know all quarterbacks are so you're going to be sacked more but after a while that's a lot of sacks and just sheer attrition that it's going to take you know a toll on Russell Wilson it's, he hadn't missed a game which is amazing but I think he got to the point where he's looking out and going Tom brought in that guy and that guy and that guy and they've all scored touchdowns here I think you're seeing player empowerment in the NFL, and it started with Tom Brady. And I think Aaron Rodgers saw this. I think Deshaun Watson sees this. Russell Wilson sees this. Matthew Stafford sees this to a lesser degree. That's what's happening. Because we put, we give all the credit to quarterbacks and all the blame to quarterbacks. Well, if that's the case, let me have a seat at the table. Yeah, McLevin.
1: Is part of this on Russell's playing style, like Tom Brady didn't throw the ball more than eight yards in the Super Bowl. Everything was underneath. Russell wants to hit that bomb, which he's amazing at. But how do you put, you can't, nobody gets protected long enough to throw the long ball.
3: Well, and he acknowledged that. He did did say, look, I'm part of the problem here. I mean, he does hold on to the ball too long. The two guys who hold on to the ball too long, in my opinion, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson. And I've said for years, if they don't protect Deshaun Watson, this is before he wanted out, he's going to end up like Andrew Luck, a wonderful, you know, uh, quarterback who ends his career early. And with Russ, he somehow survived this amount of time. But I do think that this was strategic, and even he wasn't even comfortable giving me. I think he set out to give me this or allow me to ask questions. But even then. He wasn't comfortable doing it because that's not what he does. Russ always says the right thing. He always does the right thing. In this case, I think he's saying, I've done the right thing. I say the right thing. And look at me. I'm sitting next to the commissioner at the Super Bowl, watching Patrick Mahomes, the future of the sport, and Tom Brady win another Super Bowl. Where do I fit in here? And I think he's looking at, if I want to be all-time great, all-time great, One Super Bowl is not going to do it because people are going to remember the second Super Bowl and the pass that I threw that Malcolm Butler picked me off more than the first Super Bowl because the first one was a long time ago and the defense got all the credit in that Super Bowl. And I think Russ is looking at how much time do I have here and where do I want to be? And I think that's why it kind of boiled over and that's why he said what he said. Uh, on Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, Paul. Do
2: you think this is all football for Russell Wilson? Is there any chance that he and his wife, who I think it's you can call them a celebrity couple, sure. might want a different lifestyle, a different location? I like Seattle. A lot of people like Seattle. It's a great town to live in. But I wonder if a celebrity couple wants somewhere else. You could fill in the blank of cities that may... Yeah. I don't know. That's
3: total speculation. Yeah, because now you're saying, well, would the Raiders trade for Russell Wilson? Uh, the Dolphins, Carolina, the New York teams... I mean, all it is is, you know, we're we're just doing wishful reporting with darts in the dark. That's all this is. Because I don't think Seattle's going to trade him. If they do, it'll be the following year, in my opinion. But I think Russ is probably going to go, what are you guys going to do here? Give me an idea of what you want to do here. The same thing Aaron Rodgers is doing. Aaron Rodgers has only got a couple more years left. And he's looking around going, I'll be damned. Tom added another one. He's not a better quarterback than me. But Tom was able to bring in some players. And, you know, Tom orchestrated another Super Bowl. But he did it off the field as well. And that's where I think these quarterbacks, you know, Ben Roethlisberger probably goes, God, maybe I should play one more year. Like, I, maybe I could get one more chance at a Super Bowl. Because once you're done, you're done, and that's your legacy. And I think that these quarterbacks look at sort of their mortality and go, I want to play can I have a say-so in any of this? And the fact that Brady had no say-so in New England, and now he does in Tampa, and then we see what the end result is. What else do you have, McLevin?
1: I, I kind of like Paulie's theory that maybe they want... like, But the city would have to be L.A., though, right? That's where Ciara, because she's an actress, a co-star of yours. But they have their <laughs> quarterbacks with Stafford and Herbert, so... Yeah, he's not going to L.A. He has a house in San Diego, I just saw. So there is a Southern California. And But my other question was, is New York attractive to not just Russell or Deshaun? Like, are the Jets? See, To me, the Jets are not a New York City team anyway.
3: Yeah, but it's still the New York yeah. media. I mean, the Giants would be more attractive. Do you, it, yeah, if you were Deshaun, would you want to come to the Jets? I don't want to get into this speculation because okay. I, I, I want to be fair to the, unless I have something, yeah. I mean, unless this is speculation Thursday here. Let's go. Yeah. Try speculation 2021 for the next three months. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, what happens is people will hear and then they'll go, hey, you know what? I hear that, uh, you know, Deshaun Watson with the Jets or Russell Wilson to the uh, the Raiders. I, I, I don't want to spread it. Uh, i not. You know, I'm I'm even trying to be fair with Carson Wentz with what I was told. And then I had, you know, an NFL insider basically said I was, you know, throwing this guessing game out there with sources, which my source is still correct. I don't see a deal and I don't see an offer on the table for the Philadelphia Eagles for Carson Wentz. And that's what I said. And I stand by that. But you got to be fair when you start doing this hypothetical because it sort of adds to this. And I I don't want to do that. I want to be fair to these situations when it's real, somebody's reporting something, somebody says something, then great. We know Deshaun Watson wants out. But until I hear that the Jets are willing to move on from Sam Darnold, then I'm assuming Sam Darnold's still going to be your quarterback. Although I looked at Todd McShay's mock draft, there's a chance you could have the top four picks in the draft quarterbacks. And that's never happened before. Although I will say, when you put out a mock, make sure you put quarterbacks up really high Because if you lead with Penny Sewell of Oregon, chances are not too many people are going to uh, want to click on that. You you want to have a quarterback up there. Where's uh, Devontae Smith up there? Jamar Chase up there. That's how you're going to get people to click on it. And this is what happens. Uh, I had somebody tell me last night. That when you put out a mock draft, you wait to get reaction from people who actually do this for a living as far as assess the talent. So Todd McShay is going to get feedback from his mock draft where somebody's going to say, Man, you got that guy way too high, or that guy's way too low. Because how many times does this happen? Oh, that guy's slipping. Well, he didn't do anything. <laughs> it was maybe he was put too high to begin with, or somebody's put too low. You know who's rising right now? What did he do? He hadn't played a game in, you know, four months. But that's because when the, when the people who do this for a living get their information, and it's harder this year. It's going to be harder this year to get that information without, uh, you know, a true scouting combine. Yeah, Paul.
2: Here's one more thing I just wanted to mention about the Russell Wilson interview. It's getting so much attention, not just because of us. I'm not talking about us. But I had two different media outlets email me to ask me the semantics of how the interview came to be. When did you guys book Russell? Did you book him before or after the Super Bowl? Was there a sponsor involved? Did he have to do it? Could he bail? Was he and were he and his people upset with you guys after the interview? Which they weren't, by the way. Um, but two different media outlets. Why well, I didn't hear from anybody from Russ's side. We we they were perfectly fine with it. We heard from his his people. Oh. Well. Um. But we, we had a couple different media outlets asked how the interview came to be, and they wanted to know, like the, the semantics behind it, the setup behind it. Mm. It's interesting. Because then people are speculating he did that interview totally on purpose to send the message.
3: I have no idea. Look, I'm, I'm as surprised as everybody else when he came on. And then I just thought, let me take a shot. And then all of a sudden, he sort of acknowledged. And then I moved in, not for the kill, but I moved in to maybe press him a little bit. Like, are you available and he said i i don't know i mean that's a seahawks question and then i go okay now we're in now we're talking now this is this is russ from seattle not russell wilson the seahawks quarterback and that's why we got more information there uh the buccaneers parade um i think everybody survived except for uh tb 12 pack i loved <laughs> i loved <laughs> tom coming off the boat with his sea legs there <laughs> I've been there before. I don't even have to be on a boat to uh, feel that way sometimes. But uh, we'll hear from Bruce Arians, the Buccaneers head coach. And uh, at least one former Seahawk is not pleased with Russell Wilson. And we'll have those comments coming up as well. It's 18 after the hour. Just getting started. Your phone call is always welcome. And uh, we'll get to those coming up as well. Settle on a poll question. Play of the day. Stat of the day. Right after this on the Dan Patrick Show. I was watching uh, Pebble Beach yesterday. There was a celebrity pro-am of sorts where Jim Nance was hosting it. Bill Murray was in it. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald was playing. Beautiful day at Pebble. And normally we're out at Pebble this week after the Super Bowl. And we have so much fun at the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-am. And uh, I couldn't help but think, I'd like to have my clubs, my Callaway clubs, They have the Epic Speed Driver now using artificial intelligence to bring you the future of speed. The Epic Speed Driver contains a jailbreak speed frame. And what it does, it's an AI-designed structure. And what it does, it keeps pretty much the uh, ball on the face longer. And you get more stability at impact. Reduces the amount that the driver head twists and deforms when you hit the ball. So you get more energy. It stays on the driver face longer. It's called jailbreak speed frame. It's pretty impressive. Now, there's the Epic Speed for most players, Epic Max, additional forgiveness, and the Epic Max LS, that uh, is uh, low spin, high stability. Callaway... Not just building drivers, they're framing the future of speed. Check out Epic, their family of drivers at callawaygolf.com slash epic. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
0: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip.
3: We know that quality sleep is essential. And that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one, firmer or softer on each side, you decide. And it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well, quiets their snoring, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number does everything. My Sleep Number setting is 75. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. You will never need another bed. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit JDPower.com slash awards only at a Sleep Number store or SleepNumber.com.
4: All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock.
5: Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies.
4: There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on.
3: You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Pirelli tires ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan, see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. Since 2015, Russell Wilson has 195 touchdown passes, most in the NFL, yet he hasn't even reached the NFC title game during that period. One of his uh, former teammates, Walter Jones, former great offensive lineman with Seattle, had this to say about uh, Russell's comments with me.
4: I think you should leave that in-house. I think once you put that out there now, everybody thinking that you don't appreciate the guys that you play with this year, even though you're where you need to be every year. You know, this team is right around that mark every year. So you have to credit that to Russell Wilson and the guys around you. But still, again, once you call those guys out, those guys are like, wow, really? Like, we go to war with you every week. You know, we're trying our best not to get you hit. But still, again, for you to say that publicly, you're, you're putting yourself out there on front street. And now you got everybody like now talking about what you're saying.
3: So you always have to be careful. Uh, Hey, uh, Walter Jones, uh, Russ misses you. That's courtesy of 950 KJR in uh, Seattle. The celebration yesterday, everybody loves everybody at the celebration. You win a title, everybody's coming back. You know, everybody, the uh, tequila's flowing, the champagne's flowing, the beer is flowing. Let's run it back, you know? And then all of a sudden you wake up today and you go, I got a headache, and uh, am I staying in Tampa? Do they want me? Maybe I could get a better contract elsewhere. Uh, Bruce Arians, Buccaneers head coach, had this to say.
6: I cannot take credit for any of this. We have the best coaching staff in the NFL, and we damn sure have got the best players in the NFL. And anybody that says running back, all right, that's Kansas City's. We're going for two. All right, we're going for two, and we ain't stopping. We're going to keep this band together, and they know how to win.
3: All righty. Well, good luck with that. Not everybody wants to stay. Now, nah, Chris Godwin wants to get paid. I don't know if he's going to go, let's run it back. Although, what you're going to find out is players are going to go, hey, Tom, I'll come down and play for a year. Adrian Peterson, he already you know, said, hey, I'm available. Tom, if Fournette doesn't stay, I'm here. You want me? Then you're going to have speculation with other players. Could they join Tom in Tampa? Here is uh, Jason Light. He is the Buccaneers GM.
2: The owners, the Glazer family, they've given us all the resources to keep all you guys together and to keep you next year. And we're going
3: to win this thing again,
4: all right? All right?
3: (laughs) You know if you throw in a in a curse word that gets the crowd excited. More if you say and we're going to win it again next year. All right. We're going to bleep and win it again. Yeah. Like somehow that adds more impact. He really means it now. And if I'm Jason Light, the Bucks GM, I would have just had a briefcase with everybody's contract there and a bunch of pens and just go, uh, "Hey, you guys uh, you want to re-sign with me? Shaq Barrett, you want to stay here? Have a shot! And then here's a pen. Yeah, Paul. Maybe that's why Phil
2: Rivers never won a Super Bowl. He couldn't swear at the post-game parade.
3: <laughs> it darn it. Well, they never won anything. That's the thing. He, he, he couldn't be oh, there. Uh, he, he'd never go. The NHL meets the Great Outdoors Saturday, February 20th. The Golden Knights take on the Avalanche. It's Sunday, February twenty-first, the Bruins and the Flyers. It's the NHL outdoors at Lake Tahoe on NBC. Uh, Matt in Ohio. Hey, Matt.
6: Four one eighty-five. Um, Dan, I was just gonna let you know. Okay, so the reason the Bucks won it all wasn't because of these mercenaries brought in on offense. Like, I don't know what Russell thinks if if he brings in a couple. What more weapons, what's that gonna change about his defense and offensive
1: line?
3: Well, you know, the defense was on pace to be one of the worst defenses in NFL history. And then they got Jamal Adams and Carlos Dunlop, and they were respectable in the second half of the season. I think Russ is just saying if we're going to pass, if we're gonna if you're asking me to come up with big plays on third down, then give me some time to be able to create these plays. And he does have weapons. I mean Lockett and Metcalf are really good. But I think he's saying, can I have I need time to be able to throw the football here? But he did acknowledge there's, you know, he's part, you know, partly to blame that he holds on to the ball too long. All right, 877-3dP show, email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Uh, Denny Hamlin will join us going for a three-peat, Daytona 500. and uh that'll be coming up on Sunday. And and Denny is Friends, partners with Michael Jordan in the NASCAR business and uh, probably be playing golf with Michael later today. So we'll talk to Denny Hamlin uh, before he does that. Also, the uh, professional PA announcer for the Super Bowl, Alan Roach, is going to join us. I just thought, you know what? I don't know if you grow up wanting to be a public address announcer, but I, I can't do that voice. So the voice of the Super Bowl, Alan Roach, will join us coming up a little bit later on. I did it one time. I was a PA announcer back in 2003, or 2004. We were in Scottsdale. I was doing my radio show, and I asked the Giants, when Bonds came to the plate, could I just go over one booth and then get on the microphone and be able to announce Barry Bonds? And we were on the air at the time, and I just thought, okay, you, when Bonds gets ready to come up, I took my headset off and then went to the booth next to us and then, you know, did my uh, now batting and number 25. Do we have that sound somewhere? At least I know we used to have that sound. Yeah, Paul. I'm pretty sure we do. And we were on national radio simultaneously.
2: Mm. So we had little hand mic. And when you ran over to the PA announcer, they handed you the PA announcing mic. But you had to hold two mics and do both simultaneously. It was very funny.
3: Yeah, let's see it. Oh, here we go. And reigning National League MVP, Barry Bonds. Bonds. <laughs> the left fielder, batting fourth, number 25, a man who homered in his last at bat for me. Let's all rise and welcome Barry Bonds. <laughs> Bonds turned around and looked up after I said that <laughs> because I said he was going to hit a home run. And then he homered and then I thought, well, he's coming back to the plate and a man who homered for me in his last at bat. Barry, please rise, Barry. And then he turns around. That was fantastic. Yeah, Yeah, Paul. But the audio we
2: don't have is that he did go yard on that second at bat because we had Phil the show killer and Phil goes, Two for you. He's screaming two for you. And you're running around the booth But the PA announcer people are like, "I think that's it for today." Cuz you kind of got a little loose in the
3: Yeah, I know. They didn't want me to go back again. And then after that, the Giants took him out of the game and I I sent Paulie down to the dugout. I said, "Go down there and see if Bonds will join us. Tell him, you know, that I was on the uh, public address and uh went and I knew I was sending Paulie in to get slaughtered. I I knew it But I was trying to keep a straight face because I thought, oh, I've been there before with Barry Bonds, and it's not pretty. Even when he's agreed to do an interview, it's not easy. And I said, Paulie, go down there and see if Bonds will join us from the the dugout. So I sent Paulie down.
6: That's the worst assignment you could possibly have. (laughs) Yeah, Paul.
2: I walked down to the dugout. They waved me down to the clubhouse because Bonds is changing clothes. He's going to go golf or something at the sixth or seventh inning. And the PR person for the Giants is standing. He goes, hey, what's up? I go, hey, you know, we're upstairs. He goes, yeah, you having a good time? Oh, we're having a great time. I'm like chumming it up. I go, do you think Barry would jump on the phone for like five minutes with Dan? Because he just called two of his home runs. And he looks at me and goes, you're kidding, right? He actually looks at me and goes, you're kidding, right? He's six feet away from me. I've got the phone. All Barry has to do is accept the phone into his hand and put it up to his ear. He goes, I'm not asking. I go, I didn't blame you. And I took around.
3: Now batting. Number 25. Play the second one again The left fielder and reigning National League MVP, Barry Bonds. So that's the first one. The left fielder batting fourth, number 25. A man who homered in his last at bat for me. Let's all rise and welcome (laughs) Barry Bonds. Oh, let's all
2: rise. There's like 800 people at a spring (laughs) training game. Let's all
1: rise.
6: Oh, yes, Todd. Now, does, how, does Alan Roach resist doing that at home for basic things going on, like, Sally, how is your math homework when he's talking to his family?
3: We're going to find that out. I don't know if he has the PA voice at all times.
6: I'm going to throw out the garbage. What's for dinner?
3: That's your PA voice? Not good. No, it's not. By the way, uh, we have to decide on this. Since we're not here tomorrow... And Valentine's Day is on Sunday. Todd does have his Valentine's Day sports names at some point. Now, I can hold this off until the very, very, very end of the show. There's – the list is too long and too questionable. Okay?
6: Yeah. But I think it's something you can promote throughout the show, and we could do it in the last segment. Is that something you had in mind? Or – you know? You run the risk if you do it sooner, then people tune out and they're like, oh, if they're doing that again. Oh, I'm you
2: mean if you do it now, that the <laughs> audience that's been waiting
6: 364 days for you to do these names is going to tap out? they just say, you know oh, what? You're delusional.
3: <laughs> okay, so. No, I mean, that I mean
6: that they'll be so upset that we did it that they'll, they'll just bag the rest of the show because you allowed me to do it early in the show. And they lose interest in the, the rest of the what?
3: So then we shouldn't do it.
6: Or we tease it and save it for the end so we don't lose people that are upset with you that let me do it early.
3: How about the the, the actual end of the show,
6: like after the show's over? Is that what you're saying?
3: No, like once we're off the air, like four years from now when I'm, <laughs> I'm done with this. Oh, the end, <laughs> end! Yeah, the end of the show. I
6: thought you meant like you give me two minutes at like eleven fifty-two Eastern time to get it all in.
3: Right now, I can I can hold off on this a little bit later, um, but no, you you gave me some ones and I I'd, I'd can't use those. Like these are these are risque ones and I can't do that. They're fun though. They they are, but <laughs> but I can't have you read these.
6: Yeah.
3: Yeah, Pauline. I'm, I'm gonna,
2: like Steve Breston was a wide receiver in the league. That has nothing to do with Valentine's Day. And that's the tame one that I could say.
3: Well honestly. it does to Todd. Yes. He's got Mark Bolger. <laughs> what? If you play your cards right. No. Oh like
2: God. see? This is this is why. Samari role play. Yes.
3: No.
6: <laughs> I like Dickie Thong. She's coming out.
3: She no, it's, to, Dickie
5: like, Tron- oh, it's, it's Dickie Thon. It's Dickie Thong. That's Dickie Thon. Thon. That's right, Thon. Dickie Thon. This, you guys are crazy. This might be the best list Todd's ever put together. I,
3: oh Dickie Thong.
6: I was pretty proud of Samari role play.
3: I know, but then you got... Uh, Mark Bolger's actually pretty next level, too. <laughs> Jim C- Orgy... <laughs> James Orji. Yeah, There's no hyphen between the S
6: and the O in his name, or it's just one. I get confused sometimes. The call the old Colts quarterback.
3: James Orgy. Maybe I just deliver him. <laughs> you you delivered a lot better than Yeah. Like you got these James Harden. I mean, <laughs> come on. Like, what are, you, what are, you, what are if we going to do, Mark Boulder? are you supposed
6: to leave out James or Mike Harden? How would you okay. do that? You can't. They kind of go together. I would think. Right.
3: Let, me <laughs> Let me take a breath Not my call. Let me take a breath Oh Good
6: Lord. Then you're bringing in Jimmy Sexton. No, no, <laughs> no,
3: no, don't even try to, No, now, no, no. Turn target. off his microphone. Turn off his microphone. Alan, turn off his microphone. Yes, Pauline. The very last one on the list
2: is so perfectly Todd, because it sums up what his Valentine's Day will be. I'm not going to say it.
3: No, you can The last two, actually. Bill Self. Bill Self and wow. Hope and Hope Solo. I'm going Hope Solo. <laughs> no, no. I, I could put on the, uh, I don't know, there's
6: nothing I could do. No. Yet. No, I'm just saying. Okay. I, I Self. Pre- I'm fully prepared this Sunday to go Hope you Solo. You are,
3: yeah. In (laughs) spite (laughs) of my best efforts, I just should accept that. You are Hope Solo this Sunday. What are you going to do? And you're going to be Bill Self.
6: (laughs) Uh, 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 Sometimes these things happen. We'll have a nice dinner and that'll be the end of it.
3: Let's take a break. That's as good as it's going to get, folks. With Todd's Valentine's Day sports names. By the way, you've got uh, a t-shirt on today. I do. You
6: were kind enough to let me do some uh, shameless promotion of my brother's uh, Bad Cupid movie
3: coming out tomorrow. I so think. I that, appreciate that. I think that's a woman's. It might be. T- I know it's a two
6: XL and it's showing a lot of. It, it's neckline. Got, it's a yeah. V neck. A plunging <laughs> neck that I should not be wearing. But that's that's what came in the mail. That was the only size. And, what do you uh,
3: have underneath that?
6: I have my. For uh, my hairy chest. Oh, I thought that. it was a sweater. I was <laughs> <laughs> right, waiting. I set you up for that
3: night. Nice. Uh, you are our Robin Williams, by the way. Uh,
6: but that was very cool of you to let me wear this. Hope uh, Solo,
3: me. Bill Sell. Jay Feely.
6: Right, uh, uh, you want to be the big song?
3: Yes. Uh, and your brother's movie comes out tomorrow. Tomorrow, thank tomorrow. you. Tomorrow. It's called uh, Bad Cupid. You're a good man. I appreciate it. All that. righty. Let's take a break here. We'll come back. Phone going Phone calls. Our welcome, and we got a play of the day and another stat of the day as well. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for...
3: Or the perfect table.
0: Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply.
4: Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the plate. You've already talked about that
5: Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies.
4: There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on.
3: You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of BF Goodrich tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com/slash/dan. See their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to keep an eye out for the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com/slash/dan. TireRack.com—the way tire buying should be.
1: All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add on subscriptions. See Amazon.com/slash Amazon Prime for details.
3: Oh my God. The play. The play. Is play. Of the day. Runner left side, got it. going to play it and play it. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Trying to get it in as Young fell down, got it into Gallinari on the drive against Hardaway. Off balance, short, rebound, hits the floor, horn sounds, game over, and the Mavericks have come from 13 points down in the third quarter and nine points down at the start of the fourth to beat the Atlanta Hawks tonight, 118-117. to Mavs in the fourth quarter, shot seven of nine from three-point range, got 26 points from the bench, no call at the end of the game, as Trey Young and the Hawks were not pleased with this. But uh, Mavericks pick up the win, triple-double for Luka Doncic. You know, I'm watching Trey Young, and there were a couple times that he came over half court, and it's probably two steps, maybe three steps over half court, and it's just a pull-up jumper. But what is interesting is the defense is waiting for him to take a pull-up jumper from 35 feet out. It's not where you go, oh my gosh, you surprised me there. Now you have defenses who have to acknowledge some of these Damian Lillard, Steph Curry, Seth Curry, and Trey Young. They shoot deeper than anybody in the history of the NBA, but they're jump shots for them. And they have the green light to be able to do it. Play of the day. Play of the day is brought to you by M drive. Get the supplement that I take every day. Powerful ingredients backed by science. Help me get energized, stronger, leaner. Go to MdriveDan.com today. Free shipping, 60 day money back guarantee. Don't let age beat you. Refind your prime with M drive. Also the Lakers third consecutive overtime game. So much for limiting LeBron's minutes here. You know, that this, uh, a, um, injured Laker team, and then LeBron has to help them somehow survive another overtime here. Yeah, McLovin? You notice Luka Doncic hasn't lost since I dissed him uh, behind the scenes here and
1: said he was overrated?
3: Yeah, I don't know why you think well, that he's week, overrated.
1: He certainly didn't play well last night. That was Hardaway Jr. scored like 17 points in a row to beat the Hawks. Well,
3: I know. You call him a stat stuffer.
1: Well, why do they give him all these silly little fouls? Same with Trey Young. Why do they ruin the game by letting these guys get 30 foul shots a game that you know, it's just not basketball. By the I way,
3: the Bulls last night made 25 three-pointers. 25 three-pointers. 14th time in NBA history a team has made at least 25 three-pointers in the game. Five of those games have happened this season. <laughs> oh, it's a whole different ball game. Does the three-point shot become like the home run in baseball? Do we get tired of it at some point? But watching last night, you got guys who shouldn't take threes who were taking threes. By the way, you also uh, ripping the Utah Jazz that they're not interesting. Yawn. Okay, guess who leads the NBA in made threes per game? Utah, seventeen of them. Does that uh, does that add to the excitement? Not really. Okay, all know. right. Okay, all right. I just had that. I had that stat. Do you like anybody or anything yes. other than Zion
1: Williamson? Zach Levine, because he hits the threes and he can win the slam dunk <laughs> I know, contest. but
3: you thought he was Jewish, and that's why yeah, you... Yeah, yeah. He yeah. had so, like 42 threes last night I was watching. Like, oh, man. You know, he is quietly a very, very good player. and We don't we, we think of him as a dunker, but he's... That was a big night last night.
1: I do like, and I like LeBron, but why the Lakers? I, I don't need to tune into them now. Because I feel like they're consistently great. That is, Is that a little boring for fans? Sometimes, well, believe all or not. I know
3: is this basketball is not going to be the basketball you see in a couple of months. February basketball and what we're going to see in May or June is completely different. And this free-flowing and, you know, just sort of back and forth. And once you get to the playoffs, that's when things get into lockdown mode. And that's where you have half-court basketball, and that's where you separate for the men from the boys absolutely and i'm also wondering if the nba once we get out of this pandemic if we ever do if they adopt this you're going to face the same team back-to-back games just cutting down on travel and maybe that helps with load management but you know storylines if you have a big performance the previous game and then you go into that game do you do it again to the same team if there's bad blood between the two in one game you go to the next game I'm curious if the NBA adopts that as they move forward.
2: Yes, Paulie? I was wondering, how's your, your Phoenix Suns are 16-9. and 9. Chris Paul had 28 yeah, last night. Devin yeah. Booker scoring. It's a nice, it's a nice fun Kamins- team. Frank
3: Kaminsky's in the starting lineup. It's a nice, fun team. Yeah. I don't know if it's sustainable, but it's a fun team. And we saw that when they were in the bubble. They were uh, undefeated in the bubble. A couple of phone calls in here. Uh, Reggie in Tampa. Good morning, Reggie. What's on your mind today?
6: Oh, good morning, guys. First, Dan and the Danettes, I just want to thank you guys for, you know, your entertainment value and what you guys have done, you know, for those of us out here. You know, I lost my job back in October, and just, you know, listening to you guys has just been
3: just been great. I just want to say that first of all. Thank you, Reg.
6: All right. And second, just, just a couple of corrections. Uh, that was actually Cameron Bright who made the uh, – to the catch there, not Gronk. He was, they were on Gronk's boat. <laughs> That's for sure. All the tight ends and wide receivers were on his boat. And let's just say they were, uh, they
3: were living it up. <laughs> oh, I know. And then you had Tom's got his $2 million boat. That's Tom's boat that he bought. And that was a couple of months ago. He bought a $2 million boat. I don't know what kind of boat that is, other than it's a $2 million boat. Is that a. It, is it, it's on a yacht. Like I don't know. I don't know what do you? How do you classify that kind of boat? What do you? It's not a power boat. It's like kind of a. I don't know. And did he name it? Because doesn't Belichick have his? What's his boat? Six rings or something like that? Is it really? I think he's got something Super Bowl related. Well, the Tom could go seven rings. I know, but Belichick has eight rings. By the way. Oh yeah. He's got two as an assistant coach, and nobody ever counts those. Uh, but Tom has seven. I think Tom's called System QB. Oh, on the back. no, <laughs> no. I, look, it's TB12 pack now. Yeah. There's our shirt. Can we get sued? Can we did, can we avoid a cease and desist for TP TB12 pack? No, that picture is public domain. That's a news story. We,
2: that, that picture is good to go.
3: No, but can we say TB12 pack? I'm sure we can. You think? Yeah, I don't see why not. Yeah, I need I need a little bit more of a legal voice here to help me. I have a buddy who used to be a lawyer, air quotes. Used yeah. to be. Used to be. Yeah. It got too it <laughs> Didn't work out so well. But,
1: uh, yeah, yes, McLove. That's the same as being a former paralegal. Used to be a lawyer.
3: Yeah, that's not good. Uh, let me see. Jesse in Los Angeles. Hi, Jess. Hey, DP. Hey, Happy Jess. Thursday. Thank
6: you, bud. Hey, uh, I have a question for you about baseball. Um, but first, we got to let Todd cook on these names this year. <laughs> these are his best ever. If we can't hear them, can we at least have the boys in the back put them in the newsletter? Because these are juicy and they're great. But my uh, my question is, in okay, hold to on, hold on, Jess.
3: I will ask Mario if he will include all of Todd's questionable Valentine's Day sports names in the newsletter. That's that's going to go out later on today. Yes, he, did Jesse just say "Let Todd Cook"? <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> he never has, by the way, Jess. He doesn't know how That's to. It's a cook. very
6: valid point. That was Let strange. Todd
3: Cook is great. Putting yeah, those Todd. two
6: words together; it doesn't make any sense.
3: That's awesome. What else do you have, Jess?
6: Uh, so, my question is in regards to the athletic report that the MLB is now officially going to doctor the baseball, making the ball dead and extending the field by about five feet. In cor- five feet, according to some experts. So. What do you think about them finally admitting their doctrine in baseball is where they were refusing to it when they are juicing them? And is this going to be good for viewing in regards to the action of field and play, like you say, and, you know, decreasing home runs?
3: Well, but they didn't admit that they juiced them. But they said that the process was not uniformed. Like, it, you know, they raised the seams, and pitchers talked about that. Um, then they lowered the seams. I don't know. It. It When I saw that they were deadening the baseball, I'm thinking – I kid, isn't the, the, you know, the uh, horse out of the barn here? Like you you kind of did this. You brought in fences. You, you know Everybody's hitting home runs at a record pace here. So now you can deaden the ball. I don't know. I, I, I mean, if, I guess nobody's using steroids anymore, right? It's only the baseball and uh, launch angle, those kind of things. But you can keep the topic to the baseball, Well, that's good strategy on baseball's part. But I don't, you know, I didn't like how that sounded. Hey, we're going to deaden the ball. So you have that ability to deaden it. Can you juice it? But they said, you know, we've never done anything like that before. But we're going to deaden the ball. I don't, I mean, I would love for baseball to be baseball that I, I knew it and know it when I was growing up. But it's. Like, I, I'm the old, you know, old guy telling you to get off my lawn. I just think baseball can be a wonderful game again. I don't know if a younger audience cares. But I know that I appreciated a hit and run or a triple or, you know, hitting the relay guy, moving the runner over. There was movement. There's no movement in baseball. I could watch a chess match and get more movement than I do a baseball game. It'll be, and there's a 97-mile-an-hour festival. And there's a 99-mile-an-hour fastball. And uh, there's a drive, and it is gone. That's baseball. Swing and miss, or swing and hit it out of the ballpark. More phone calls coming up. Shaq Barrett of My Buccaneers will join us coming up. And Denny Hamlin, three-time Daytona 500 winner, back after this. One more item. We close out this first hour. Discover the Discover credit card, and therefore you'll discover the cashback match. Getting ahead of myself. Any credit card company they can offer cashback, but Discover matches all the cashback you earned at the end of your first year. It's like getting one of those birthday cards that shaped like cash, so you already know there's cash inside before you open it. But in this case, it's stuff with your first year cashback match. Don't even have to send a thank you note. Cashback match only by Discover card. Learn more. Discover.com/match. Discover.